Welcome to the Alabama Literacy Network's podcast, which is designed to share information and best practices for literacy in the state of Alabama. We represent various groups working on literacy in the state. We hope to bring a wide variety of resources together to help school leaders, teachers, and parents so that all children read at high levels. We believe that literacy is a fundamental right that is tied to so many positive outcomes that we want for the citizens of Alabama. In our last episode, we spoke to Dr. Denise Gibbs, Director of Alabama Scottish Rite Foundation Learning Centers. This week, we will be talking to Ms. Julia Wall, Elementary Curriculum Coordinator for Limestone County Schools, and Ms. Vicki Wolf, ARI Reading Specialist for Blount County Schools, both of whom are certified academic language therapists. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Bell Smith. Welcome, my friends. Hello, Shelley. Hi there. So first of all, tell us about yourselves and how you became interested in becoming a cult. Well, my name is Julia Wall. I'm currently the elementary coordinator and director of first class pre-K for Limestone County Schools. I taught kindergarten for 10 years and was an ARI specialist for 12 years. I've been a district administrator for the past four years. I became a cult on October 10th, 2013, following a two-year ALSDE cohort training with the Shelton School. My principal approached me when the ALSDE memo came out and asked me to consider becoming a cult for our school. We had been really analyzing our data for many years and realized this was a population of students that we could not move without intensive specialized instruction. And this training really changed my life. It was one of the hardest and most challenging things I've ever done in my educational career. Vicki? Okay, well, my name is Vicki Wolf. I am the reading specialist for Bluntsville Elementary in the Blunt County School District. I taught third grade for nine years prior to becoming the reading specialist, and I have been an ARI reading specialist for 15 years. I became a cult on October 10th, 2013, after two years of training in multisensory language education with the Shelton School in an ALSDE cohort. My why for becoming a cult was to meet the needs of my dyslexic son and the other students I saw that were struggling like he does every day. So specifically, what do cults do and why are they important to both dyslexic students and other struggling readers? Well, a certified academic language therapist or cult is a professional credential to describe an individual who has the expertise to provide services to individual with basic language skills necessary to read, write, and to spell. You know, this expertise really allows for a cult to be able to screen, identify, and serve both dyslexic students, but also struggling readers. And they can help with instruction and interventions. I think cults are also skilled in multi-sensory structured language, which is very important. And we're just able to integrate visual, auditory, and motor processing with explicit understanding of the structure of language, which really helps kids to have a strong foundation in written language skills that they need. Great. Thank you. Vicki? Um, <clears throat> cults have a deep knowledge of the structure of the English language and the experience to apply these skills in creating an individualized plan for the remediation of dyslexia and related learning differences. In my experience, any strategy I have used to intervene with a dyslexic student will also help other struggling readers. 
As a cult in the school setting, I work extensively with teachers supporting students with learning differences in the classroom. I have done multiple professional development sessions to extend knowledge of the strengths and weaknesses of students with dyslexic tendencies. I have trained all of my teachers in the first through third grades in strategies for intervention. We monitor and discuss progress of these students in addition to any changes needed if the students are not making progress through our problem solving team of which I'm a member. Having a cult in our school has meant that struggling students have an advocate that understands what they need and can help teachers deliver the types of instruction to meet those needs. So my understanding is there's a history in Alabama with cults, uh, specifically training more of them. What can you tell us about this and why has this made such a difference in the number of trained individuals? Ms. Wall? Well, Alabama has really been on a path to create more MSLE cult trained therapists since 2009. Um, They began MSLE cult cohorts that required a two-year commitment of coursework, 700 hours of clinical direct teaching to students, 10 demonstration lessons, and five direct observation demonstrating teaching competencies. You know, ALTA nationally certified academic language therapists provide, you know, diagnostic and explicit and systematic multi-sensory structured language intervention. And I think this level of training and instruction has helped many districts and schools in Alabama with the opportunity to have an expert with a high degree of training and support for their students. Caught therapists are really needed in every system in every school in Alabama. Um, And Alabama has made a commitment to train more therapists in the new cohorts for the 2020-21 school year. Great. Thank you. Uh, Vicki, what are your thoughts on what we can do to encourage more people to seek this credential? Well, the CALT credential ensures that an individual has completed a comprehensive therapist-level multisensory structured language training course that is Orton-Gillingham-based and accredited by the International Multisensory Structured Language Education Council, or MSLEC. A certified academic language therapist is not a tutor. Tutors are not required to complete advanced language therapy coursework through a professional program at an accredited institution or a university. CALTs are required to complete professional development contact hours, those continuing education credits, to maintain certification. To encourage more teachers to become credentialed, we must provide a stipend equal to what is offered for national board certification. In most professional development settings with Orton-Gillingham trainers, our CALT certification is often at a higher level than even those who come into our schools to train our teachers. The CALT credential is more work than a master's degree, national board certification, and letters rolled into one. It is an intensive amount of practice and coursework and should have an equal opportunity for this credential to be rewarded with a stipend just as nationally board certified teachers. Well, I would say amen. Let's do that. Um, So the Alabama Literacy Act talks a lot about teacher training for both pre-service teachers and current teachers, as well as training for cults. How do you see this push affecting schools and students? Julia? Well, I think to support students and raise achievement in Alabama for all, it's necessary for us to support educators as they continuously hone their skills and knowledge and abilities in the classroom. The Literacy Act is emphasizing that 
you know, teachers have high quality professional development in the science of reading. And it also states that schools need highly trained interventionists or calls to support struggling readers that include students with dyslexic tendencies. So I think it's imperative that we create a foundation unit to support these specialized teachers in our school systems so that students receive valuable intervention and supports they deserve. Systems and schools would love to be able to have a specialized call in their schools, but the issue is funding. Um, the two years of training, the commitment, and the salary constraints often hold school systems back from being able to put this type of support in their schools. They often will train an MSLE call and then not really know what to do with them as a result and where to put them in the structure of their school. Okay. So, Biggie, what are both the challenges and next steps you see for the state of Alabama in terms of literacy, both before COVID-19 and now after? Well, one challenge I see is getting the high-quality PD in the science of reading to all teachers. Everyone needs to have the same knowledge base for the how and why of reading. I would really like to see letters cohorts continued until all K-3 teachers and administrators have been trained. Another challenge is how to provide virtual intervention for students who are in remote learning, because there's really nothing that can take the place of an in-person instructor with a highly trained interventionist. Julia, do you have thoughts on that? I think there's also a huge need for before and after school tutoring and summer reading to close gaps for kids at this point due to COVID. Students have had a lack of instruction for extensive periods of time due to that, and they're going to need some remediation to close the gaps. But I think we've got to remember that we also have to focus on how to accelerate instruction and not just to remediate due to COVID. Absolutely. So one of the concerns that some people have had is that once teachers are trained as cults, they may leave the classroom for positions as administrators. And Julia, you are one of those people. So uh, tell us what your thoughts are on this. Well, I think many teachers who are cult trained may choose to go into administration at some point in their career. And as both a cult and an administrator, I've been able to bring my vast training and knowledge to put in a screening process for students in grades K-12 in our school system. We currently screen, identify, and serve students with dyslexic tendencies. We also were able to create a comprehensive screening process in Limestone County that we used to screen with some high quality tools and resources. We trained all of our support teams in K-12 in dyslexia awareness, multi-sensory, science of reading, screeners, and strengthening the core. You know, when you're in a school, your knowledge and cult certification are directly impacting instruction. And as a cult in my former district, I intervened for, you know, intervention groups that went all the way into fourth grade. And those students are now at grade level and achieving great things. But, you know, now as a system administrator, I have also been able to use my cult training and expertise to impact an entire school district of students and assist the Alabama State Dyslexia Advisory Council to affect policy and decisions that really benefit my system and the whole state. Vicki, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think if you're fortunate enough to have someone who's caught trained that goes into administration, you don't lose the investment of the training. You gain an advocate in the school that truly understands the needs of struggling readers who can then lead a whole faculty in the next steps to provide for high quality instruction and PD for students' needs. 
Well, thank you both so much for being here today, but most of all for what you've done and continue to do for the children and families of Alabama. Well, thank you for having us today. We really appreciate the opportunity to share our knowledge about being a call and what it can mean to our schools and our systems. And we just encourage all schools and systems to work towards getting a call for their school. We also want to encourage our state department and our legislature to support this goal and fund more CALT training and stipends for CALT. It is equally important that we continue to have these experts in our field to support our schools and our systems. Yes, thank you so much for your time and helping us to spotlight the need for more CALTs in the state of Alabama. Well, it has been absolutely my pleasure um, to talk to both of you and um, we are so grateful for that voice that you're having for cults. Um, I invite our listeners to tune in for the next podcast episode when Sonia Yates, who is president of the Alabama Dyslexia Advisory Council, discusses the new screening guidance to help all struggling readers, regardless of whether they are dyslexic or struggle for other reasons. Uh, this podcast has been brought to you by Bright Spot Ed, a consulting firm that seeks to highlight the good in education and replicate it. Visit us at brightspoted.com. Mm-hmm.